I do think that the medical school application process prepares you well for medical school in a lot of ways. I think that it's a really good life lesson to stay confident and stay grounded in what you know you're good at, even while getting rejection or getting criticism. Welcome to Wolfpack Career Chats. This is Marcy Bullock, the creator of a podcast which helps college students who are seeking a fulfilling, healthy, and successful work and personal life. This season, we are focusing on versions of you, who you were, who you are, and who you will be. Enjoy. Hello, Wolfpack Career Chats. My name is Kayla Rosenberger, and I'm here today with Miss Jennifer Anduli, who is a current medical student at UNC Chapel Hill. How are you doing today? I am doing great, and thank you for having me. Of course. So we're going to start with a little introduction. Do you mind telling us a little bit about yourself, like the schools you've been to for undergrad and graduate, and your life outside of school? Yeah. So I am currently a fourth-year medical student at UNC Chapel Hill. I went to UNC for my undergraduate degree as well. I graduated in 2016. And kind of between my undergrad and medical school, I worked as a clinical research coordinator at Emory in Atlanta for a couple of years before coming back to medical school. So I kind of had a circuitous route to medical school. I wasn't exactly sure I wanted to do med school during my undergrad degree. So I kind of took a couple of years to figure out what exactly I wanted to pursue and then started med school in 2019. But I'm originally from Winston-Salem and my family lives there still. I enjoy being outside, running, soccer. I played um, club soccer at UNC all four years, which was really fun. And yeah, I like spending time with my family and friends. And I know about a lot of things to do in Chapel Hill since I've been here for so long. We just played you guys in club soccer recently. Oh, nice. Club soccer team here. Oh, cool. Oh, nice. That's great. What type of research were you doing at Emory? So it was clinical research. So it wasn't like scientific or basic research. Um, mm -hmm. It was more kind of application of, I guess, bench research, but it was in the urology department at Emory. And it was with, I mostly worked with kind of novel bladder cancer drugs. So it's kind of working with pharmaceutical companies and then working with the physicians at Emory to kind of deliver those drugs to patients who kind of qualified for the studies at Emory. But it was really great. It was really interesting I learned a lot about myself, learned a lot about medicine and med school and PA school and the kind of things that I was considering. So it was a really valuable experience. Okay. What is your plan for after medical school? Yeah. So I am currently applying into medicine and pediatrics residency. So it's kind of like double majoring in undergrad. So it's adults and it's internal medicine and pediatrics is kind of a dual um, residency program. So my hope is to work in a hospital setting and do hospital medicine for, on the adult side and on the peds side. So that is my post-residency goals, but yeah, I'm applying med peds is what it's called. Okay. Yeah. All right. So I know like personally, I have a bunch of questions about the whole med school application process and like what it was like. So if you could tell me a little bit about like what your application process was like, um, how were you able to complete all your medical hours? I think you said that you had to take some time off at Emory before you did your uh, grad school. If you could talk about like 
fitting in like medical hours? Like, were you able to fit them in during your undergrad or did you have to take that gap year? And yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I took three gap years. Like I said, I, I wasn't exactly sure I wanted to do medical school as an undergrad student. I was kind of in between PA school and med school. And I actually thought about doing like psychology or counseling. I kind of was just like, I like science. I like talking with people. And I think I would enjoy a, like a medical field, but I wasn't exactly sure mm-hmm. what exactly that would look like. So in my undergrad at UNC, I kind of took all of the science prereqs that overlapped between PA school and med school. And then when I got to Emory, I pretty quickly realized I wanted to do medicine just from working with doctors and working with PAs. I kind of saw myself a bit more in that. So I had to take five extra courses that I hadn't taken in undergrad. So I did that at Emory and I actually took some at Georgia State as well. So I was working full-time and also taking classes and then I ended up studying for the MCAT as well while I was working full-time. So it was, it was kind of a lot But the clinical hours that I got at Emory were super valuable to me because I wasn't sure that I wanted to do medical school. And I think it gave me a good picture of what being a doctor actually is like and what it kind of takes. And also just like working in a professional setting, I think was really valuable for me to get a better idea of how I like to work and what what ways I work best and like how much autonomy do I want as a professional. And so it was really valuable to me, not only just to get clinical hours, but also just to kind of figure out what I wanted my career path to look like. That was perfect. It's it's good to hear that though, um, because a lot of times I feel like when people are in other majors, they like do their four years and then they're immediately going into something else. Mm -hmm. But then like medical school, it's like nice to hear that you took like the time you needed. Like it's not like a rushed process. So that definitely made me feel more confident because I always thought like a lot of people told me like, you need to be doing your clinical hours now. Like you need to start working on your hours now so you can apply to med school right when you're done with undergrad. Mm -hmm. And like just hearing that for you, you took like the time you needed and like didn't rush the process and it still worked out perfectly for you. Yeah. And I think actually, like when I was going through the medical school interviews Mm -hmm. uh, and even actually at UNC on my interview day, they told everyone that like they're prioritizing and kind of preferring students that took a year or more off. I think it just lends toward personal growth and people making sure that it is what they want to do. I think sometimes it's easier to just transition from one school to the next. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that they're starting to value people that, that that kind of experience some adult life and then are still sure that they want to come back and do med school. Mm-hmm. A lot of, that being said, a lot of my friends, I have a couple of friends that went straight through and are like, mm-hmm. I mean, they don't know any difference. So they're happy that they did. Yeah. But I, I personally grew a lot in those three years and learned a lot about life and about myself. And I would highly recommend it to other people. I also actually, during my senior year of college, I worked as a nurse's aide. I had my like CNA and that was really useful experience too, but I was working at a nursing home. So I wasn't it was good clinical exposure, but I, I wasn't working directly with doctors or PAs or nurse practitioners, yeah. any, anything. I was mostly just working with nurses, but it was good. Great experience. I enjoyed it. And I like old people a lot. So that was nice. I actually got my CNA too. Oh, cool. I realized it was directly the opposite of what I want to do. So I don't, oh, I don't really, yeah. 
I haven't really done much with it, but it was definitely a learning thing for me because nursing was on my list. But then after getting my CNA, it was scratched off. <laughs> yeah. Well, see, that's like, that's good to know as well. If mm-hmm. that you don't like something, um, yeah. it was probably just as valuable, you know? Yeah. So what was your transition like from undergraduate to medical school? Like, was there any like obvious differences or is it just like right back to school, like classes, intensity different, like or some differences you noticed? Yeah, I, I think my transition was kind of different than some other people's just because I was transitioning from kind of a full-time job slash studying, mm-hmm. you know, I was transitioning from Atlanta to back to UNC. And I think, I think the transition from Atlanta back to UNC was hard, but not for like curricular reasons. Like it was hard because I was leaving friends mm-hmm. and because it was, it was kind of hard for me to go from Atlanta, like being in a new city, kind of coming back to Chapel Hill where I had, it sort of felt like I was moving backwards where I was like, I've already been here. I already know this, but I would say that, you know, those transitions like emotionally and everything, like they're hard at first, but it always gets easier. And it's always like, and it, like I've made really wonderful friends here and I've loved med school a lot, but I would say in comparison to my undergrad experience, I would say that mine, I felt that my undergrad experience was very rigorous. Um, I worked really hard in undergrad and a lot of the science courses were hard and I wouldn't say that medical school is harder than undergrad. I actually would say that like studying in medical school always pays off in a way that I think I didn't necessarily always feel like it did in in undergrad. Yeah, I think sometimes in undergrad, I felt like the tests were intentionally being really difficult. Whereas in medical school, I think if you really put in the effort, you will get rewarded. And that was really nice. But that being said, it is an insane amount of information that you are asked to know, like right off the bat. I think like, I remember my first test, I was studying with a friend and we were like, there is no possible way we will learn like all of these drugs. And we referenced that moment a lot because it only got more and more and more. So it's an insane amount of information and it is a lot of your time and a lot of studying, but ultimately worth it. And I think it's fun. It's like, it's very similar to college in that, you know, you have a close-knit group of friends and you're all kind of doing a hard thing together. So the first year and a half or first two years of just kind of the studying portion is, I would say, sort of similar to like majoring in biology and chemistry as an undergrad. Yeah. So you said that it's like obviously a lot of time, a lot of studying. How are you able to like integrate your social life or like your mental state? Like how are you able to make sure like those were met to not just like your studying needs and like study habits? Yeah, I think what was actually hardest for me was I think because of the magnitude of information, it's different than maybe undergrad in the sense that it feels like you could always be studying and there's always stuff that you don't know. And so I I think it was sometimes hard to balance doing extracurricular activities because there's like a sense of guilt that like, oh, I should, I could be studying or I should be studying. But at the same time, I think at UNC anyways, I can't speak for all medical schools, but at UNC, the people that I think are here are really well, well-rounded people. And I think 
there's always stuff to do. It's like college in that like there's always kind of something going on. People are like getting together and doing various things. Um, and so there's a lot of like social opportunities and a lot of like clubs and like I play pickup soccer and go on a lot of runs. And I think it's similar to, to college. There, there, there's a good balance. I think you just have to, it can be hard, I think, mental health wise for the reason of kind of feeling guilty when you're not studying and just like, mm-hmm. but you just got to try to prioritize your emotional and mental health while in school. But I, I kind of am really in the camp that truly anyone can do this if they really want to. It's not like it's so hard that, mm-hmm. you know, only certain people are smart enough to do it. I think it just has to be something you're willing to prioritize when you need to prioritize it. So back to applying to med school and everything, was there ever a time like you were rejected from med school that you like really were pushing for? And like, how were you able to overcome that or like stay positive during that and know that there was going to be other options for you? But I mean, if you got into every single one you applied for, like kudos to you. No, no, I did not. I actually can't even remember the number of places I applied and the number of interviews I got. I think I probably applied to somewhere around 20 and probably got around five interviews. I I really wanted to either stay at Emory or go to UNC. Those were kind of really... Emory's a really good school. I was yeah, yeah, yeah. Emory's awesome, and I loved living in Atlanta. I had really good connections there, and I got I actually so after my interview at Emory, I really loved it. But UNC is a much. I had actually already gotten accepted to UNC before I even interviewed at Emory, Mm -hmm. Um, and so Emory is much much more expensive than UNC. state school mm-hmm. so I kind of talked to a lot of the physicians I worked with at Emory and they had they were kind of like they're very similar caliber caliber schools and if it were me I would go to UNC because the debt that you're going to accrue here is kind of wild but I don't know I I guess UNC was kind of my top choice so I, I actually ended up getting waitlisted at, at Emory um, anyway so it kind of worked out but I kind of had told myself like before I interviewed that I was kind of probably just going to go to UNC. That being said, there, I do think that the medical school application process prepares you well for medical school in a lot of ways. I think that the, the application process was like very hard, like studying for the MCAT was really, really difficult for me. I put in a lot of hours and would take many, many practice tests and didn't always get the scores that I had hoped for. And like, cried a lot about that um and like the people I was around weren't applying to med school so they didn't super get it um they were like you seem like you're studying enough I think you'll be fine oh no I I hear that now like still like just an undergraduate with other people in other majors like why are you studying so much yeah you have to yeah so I think I think that it's a very hard process and I think that it does kind of weed out people that are not as interested. And I think that even in, in medical school and in life, I mean, you you just aren't going to get accepted to the, all the things that you want to get accepted to. Um, and I think medical school is also a place where you get kind of constant criticism and feedback, especially like on the clinical side of things. Um, you're evaluated a lot by people that are really smart and know more than you. And I think that it's a really good life lesson to stay confident and stay grounded in what you know you're good at even while getting rejection or getting criticism and 
definitely got my fair share of it. I got, I mean, I got rejected to what, probably 15 of the 20 places I applied to. (laughs) And, you know, even now with applying to residencies, like Mm -hmm. there, there have been a couple of places I would have been interested in going to that have not sent me um, invitations or that have already just been like, no, we're not going to send you an invite. But I think it's important to kind of remember one, why you're doing it, like it, not for prestige or for um, like recognition, but because you want to help people and um, just remember kind of the things that you know you're good at and um, the positive parts of your application. But yeah, rejection is definitely part of this whole process for sure. I mean, but you got to give yourself some credit. UNC Chapel Hill is an amazing school to be at for med school. So yeah, it's good. And I've loved it. I I think that this is a, a really wonderful place to be. And I think I've gotten really good training. So I highly recommend it. If you were to talk to like an undergraduate student who is applying to med school, what would be like some study tips you'd give for like the MCAT or like finding clinical hours, like where to look for those even? But like, how would you go about like explaining this to like somebody who doesn't really know much about going through the whole entire process of getting into medical school? Yeah. Um, as far as study tips, I would say my main advice is always to do, well, first to kind of get a good solid understanding of the basics of um, content. But once you feel like you've tried to learn content as best you possibly can, can I would say doing a lot of practice questions and a lot of practice tests were was really helpful for me and reviewing those really well to identify areas that you're not good at and to like really sometimes it can be really uncomfortable to um, focus on things that you don't like or aren't good at Um, but I would say focus on those things and identify those areas on your practice tests Um, and then as far as getting clinical exposure, I would say like try to identify um, jobs and things that you think you actually would enjoy. Mm -hmm. Um, Like I liked, I knew I liked elderly people. And so I did the CNA job as a a nurse assistant at a um, nursing home and I enjoyed that and it was fun. Um, And then I don't know. I mean, I, I really enjoyed my clinical research experience. Um, and I particularly enjoyed it because I, all of my coworkers were people that were applying to PA school or med school and they're all my age. And so it just ended up being really fun. Um, and I think that that was important in my decision to do med school. I don't know, because I had people around me doing it and, um, just cause I enjoyed my work in general. So that's what I would say. I would, I think like a lot of people do scribing, which I think is really useful. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I know people in med school that were scribes and they have a lot of solid medical knowledge, like before med school. So that was great. Um, EMT too is great. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think whatever you think would make you happiest. How are you able to get that research position at Emory? It was actually really random. I was in Atlanta prior to moving there and I was in line at a Smoothie King. (laughs) My friend who had already moved to Atlanta and was really trying to get me there, Mm -hmm. great at networking. And she saw that the lady in front of me, in front of us in line, she was wearing like an Emory Healthcare badge. And I had, I knew nothing about um, clinical research. I was actually only applying to CNA jobs at that time. 
anyway, she talked to this, we talked to this woman and she was like, oh, you want to go to med school? You should do clinical research. A lot of the coordinators that we have at Emory, like go off to med school after. Wow. And I was like, oh, amazing. She was like, send me a resume. Oh, <laughs> wow. That is it was, spontaneous. It was very like serendipitous. So um, I, I think that it's always really, really useful to know people. Mm-hmm. So like, if you know somebody at a hospital or like anywhere you're interested, like slightly interested in doing, mm-hmm. having a job, you should reach out to them. Um, yeah. Knowing people goes a long way. Yeah. <laughs> so it's probably the final question, but um, being a woman in STEM, obviously there's times can be very, very challenging. <laughs> So has there ever been like a time where you had to like deal with discrimination, like within like school and stuff, or if not di- discrimination, but like challenges and struggles that you faced, like what were some of those things if there were some? Yeah, I think that thankfully medicine is becoming a lot more equal in terms of women in medicine and doctors in leadership. But I will say that um, I haven't had any like overt discrimination really um, yeah which I think probably couldn't be have been said a couple even like a couple years ago I think in in certain specialties it's still very male dominated like orthopedic surgery and and that kind of thing I would say the only thing that I've really noticed is that a lot of assumptions are made about women in the medical field mostly from patients like pretty much a lot of the time when I would go into rooms as a medical student um, and kind of introduce myself, people would assume I was a nurse or like a nursing student, which isn't, which is in no way discrimination, but it's just an assumption that like a young, if a young, a young woman's in the room, like there's no way it could be the doctor. Um, and even talking with some of the attending physicians that I work with, some of the younger ones, like um, definitely can feel that they're not taken seriously or um, they have to like kind of act in a way or they're just I guess think more about their actions and make sure that they're not being silly or like I think that rather than overt discrimination it's more of just like we have to think a bit more about what we say or how we act maybe in a way that a man wouldn't have to Um, but thankfully nothing super overt and I think things are changing in, in the in a positive direction. Yeah, definitely. Um, to close us out, what would be like the best advice you could give or like something that you like learned that was like a monumental thing that you want other people to know? Ah, that is hard. I would say my best advice would just be to really go for it if you want it. Like, mm-hmm. I think that, in college, I really felt like medicine was so competitive and so hard and everyone was better than me. Mm -hmm. Um, And my resume wasn't strong enough and this and that. And I think that something I learned also from watching some of my coworkers at Emory go through the process is that if you want it, a hundred percent, you can do it. And it, it doesn't, like I had a friend take the MCAT four times. Um, and she really, really, and now she's at Stanford doing urology, which is one of the most wow. difficult <laughs> to match into. And she got tons of inter- interviews for residency and is absolutely killing it. So um, I think 
a piece of advice would just be to keep after it if it's something you really want and um, don't ever let anybody tell you that it's too hard or that you can't do it because um, you can. That's a great note to end on. Thank you so much for chatting with me today. Sure, so happy to help in any way.